Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA friends. But today, it's my boy AT and I. We're going to do this alone. We're gonna I can be an NBA you. friend, can't I? Can I be an NBA friend now? Is that is that? Can I qualify? <laughs> to play in the NBA? No. Oh, you got play? <laughs> you've had other... You've had okay, I'll put it this way. And my boy AT, an NBA fan watcher. That's what I'm putting... <laughs> No, you bet we had the guy from uh, CBS LA on. What was uh, he was an NBA friend, wasn't he? <laughs> oh no, Steve Burton. Come on, man. Hey, had a wonderful time with that. We did a, a podcast with Steve and some of the old Celtics. I got a chance to see old ML Carr. I got to see Gerald Henderson, the one who robbed us of our '84 championship. Uh, myself and McAdoo was there. Antoine Walker was came on. Meta World Peace finally came on. We found him somewhere out in hyperspace, but he made the show. And it was an interesting show, but very good. But uh, back to today's show, talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about the Eastern Conference a little bit, then we'll cover a little bit of the Western Conference. And I mean just a little bit of the Eastern Conference. Right now, the Nets look like they are the team to beat. Obviously, every year you have the Milwaukee Bucks playing a, a great brand of basketball, but for some reason... The Nets? Say that again? The Nets are the team to beat? Right now, it looks like that. I no, think the Nets are going to be the team. The Lakers to beat. are the team to beat, right? I'm talking about the East. I'm just talking about the East now. See, you're yeah. not listening. You're, okay, you're trying to be a player. You're a fan, so just listen. <laughs> oh, come on. Coop, I've no, covered the I, I think for a long Nets, time, my friend. I think the Nets in the East are the team to beat. Don't get me started on the Lakers. You see, I'm already outfitted. So, right, if we get, if okay, we're so talk- but you don't, you don't, what about the Heat? The Miami Heat? What? Listen, if Jimmy Butler doesn't play, gets injured, they're done. They're, Do you think, are- okay, you think the situation with the Nets is going to work out? I mean, what's happening with Kyrie Irving right now? Plus, you have Harden and Dur- I mean, that's just a mess, isn't it? There's no way that works out. No way. Well, I think it does. Well, you haven't seen uh, Harden play yet. I think Kevin Durant. Have you seen him? He's out of shape. He looks like a donut. You don't have to do nothing now. He can get himself into shape. He got to stand on the other side and shoot. But I think the experience that KD had when he left uh, OKC to go to uh, Golden State uh, to play there, I think uh, that's where he was right before. 
go to the Warriors. Right, but wasn't Har- so Harden left first, right? Harden left first, then KD left. So uh, Harden, but K- so KD and Harden haven't played together without Westbrook, basically. Like Westbrook exactly, and exactly. KD got to play. So does that matter? Like, I mean, they obviously played together for you know, and and Harden used to come off the bench with Oklahoma City, amazingly. But I mean, how 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 quickly do you think they pick that up? But I, that, that's what I'm saying. With KD going to Golden State and getting with Klay Thompson, yeah, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, he had to learn how to work himself in there. You know, there's one word that's being tossed around when you when you talk about the uh, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, is selfless. And and before I think all of them were selfish. When he got to Golden State and understood what it was like. They had some marquee players there already. They had people that could shoot the ball as well as him there. He had to become selfless there until he ingrained himself into that team, into the organization. He let them believe that Draymond got him playing defense, and that's when he really took over. And selfless came into play with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. They took a step back and let him take over and do the things that he did. I think that experience up in Golden State, is going to help him manage this this uh, this journey that they're on in Brooklyn. I think he'll teach Kyrie, uh, who is uh, a man on another planet, because <laughs> how do you make all this money? And, and I understand the social issues that are going on in our world today and the big thing that happened in, in Washington with the, the, the protesters there. But to sit out a game for that, I, I, you know, I, I, I have a hard time with that because you're paid to play basketball. And, you know, but again, everybody has their own ideas of making a statement. And that was his statement that he made. He set out for that. So uh, but let's hope that that doesn't hurt. But now with the addition of Harden there, I think now they become that three headed monster that Golden State had. With, uh, with KD, Steph, and Klay Thompson. And now it's in Brooklyn. Can KD, and I ask you this, all right, can KD get them playing on the same wavelength? Do you, do you believe that Kyrie Irving will be there in the playoffs? Well, he's been injured prone all these years so far. And he got, I think if, if they stay healthy, I think they're going to, like I said, but they're the team to beat. Not even just injury prone, though. I mean, you know, he's prone to, you know, making decisions that are, I mean, you know, I mean, everything he's, he's, I don't want to describe him as a head case. You know, he's, he's, this is a smart guy. It's a thoughtful individual. This is a really good basketball player. I'm not, you know, he's, but he's, he's, he can, he can both disappear from an injury standpoint as he has throughout his career, but I'm not going to hold him anything against him for that. But, but the, the, you know, is he going to be engaged? What's the ego like with, with everything that's going to be going on there? I mean, that, that's the part that I worry about with Kyrie more than, than anything else. Well, let's put this back into perspective. Yes, he is a head case. He was one in Cleveland with and LeBron had to work with him and do with that. Uh, now that he's Celtics fans, your favorite fans love him. I mean, they're big Kyrie Irving fans. Oh, he's great. I mean, you know what? If that kid comes and plays, he's the best player in the league to me. Right. Right. Oh, you're right. Shot. He's fun to watch. Best handles in the league, right? Best handles. handles. You know what? He is on the same line of uh, Allen Iverson of being able to create a shot and that kind of shake and, and bake you want in your game. I mean, he's really good. Uh, I love the fact that they'll, uh, especially on TNT, Charles never talk when they're doing highlights of him and they'll go, oh, he's taking them through the dance. He's dancing with them. And I love that. I mean, because that's, I would love to have played against him because I, I think I would have loved to have that dance with him. You know, I danced with Jordan and, and, and George Gervin and Dr. J. Well, I didn't dance too much. I was ducking my head a lot. But anyway, just to see, to play with a great one-on-one player like that would have been fun. 
but I think that they'll be able to work that out. Will he be there in the end? It doesn't matter because they got Harden now. So if he wants to play, come on and play. But I, I'm telling you, and this is just a secret that I'm telling you, Ari, and to our fans here. They made that trade, the Harden trade, because I think they're going to move Kyrie on before the trade deadline. Wow. I think they're going to move him. And I think that team will be settled down because they don't necessarily need um, – what's the other shooter they got on the other side? Ford, that other kid that can shoot. I think that's in there. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have it here in front of me. But they got shooters on that team. And I think yeah. with KD, is so ball dominant, it's going to be hard to find shots for everybody out there. No Harris? Harris, yeah, Harris, I, th- I think. So, um, uh, yeah, they they are the team to beat to me. My top eight teams, my top eight, seven teams right now, eight teams, I'm sorry, are the Nets, the Bucks, Miami, Boston, and not necessarily in this order, Philly, the Pacers, I think, really have come up big in this, and the Magic and the Hawks. I think the Hawks are sneaking in there. Now, obviously, it's early in the season, and this, this is going to change. I think the bottom – Mm, the bottom three to four positions will change as the season goes on. But those top four positions, I think, are going to stay pretty sta- uh, stable. I think – well, I mean, they'll move around too. The Bucks obviously, are the best team in there numbers-wise. The Nets, Miami, and Boston, and Philadelphia, they're going to make those changes. But they're the team to beat in the East. I love the uh, Hornets. I love that team, a young team. Uh, you know, their daddy was um, – so proud of his son, LaMelo Ball, the ball dad, was so proud and cocky about his son. Uh, you know, it, it, it's um, uh, kind of funny to watch because LaMelo Ball, this young kid here, he's a better player of all the kids, you know, and he has, what, three boys, I think. And this kid can play. I love watching him play. Melo, he's a great passer. He, he's, uh, he has that smile on his face. Um it reminds me of Magic Johnson when you came in. He just loves being out on the court. And with his size, another reason I like him because he's skinny as hell. He's a toothpick. And that reminds me of me when I played. So I, I love that fact. But you know what? He's a tough-nosed kid. And pretty soon, I, I, I would suspect in the next, I would say the next 20, 25 games, and that's a short amount of time, he's going to, well, let's say this. He'll be starting next year. He's a starter. He's he, Right now, he's just fitting into his role I think the coach is doing a great job of getting him in and getting me. He's starting to get him in a lot early now. And, uh, but the East is going to be an interesting battle. You you might be skinny, you know, and have been skinny, but you were a tough SOB, man. I mean, LaMelo Ball needs to put some, you know, he's got, he's got to tough it up. We'll get, get NBA tough a little bit, but yeah, 12 points a game already uh, as a rookie. You're, you mentioned the 25 minutes a game. So, I mean, it's, you know, he, they're, he's 19 years old. He'll grow into an NBA body and he's, he's definitely going to be, the best of the ball kids. And, you know, I mean, the, the good news is that LeVar has gone away and we, he hasn't been as boisterous and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good that he's representing for Southern California. You know, that, that LaMelo's got something going on there from Southern California. You know, it's not enough good ball players from Southern California, you know, what's the analogy is, Oh, he's wiry tough. That's what they used to say about me being so skinny, wiry tough, but I, I'm like you. You know what? That was why Kobe was such a great player because at the early age, Kobe had an NBA body. 
Yeah. A lot of kids coming in early, 17, 18, yeah. 19, sometimes 20 years old, got them little frail, skinny bodies because they haven't grown into it. So I think that's the dilemma he's going to go through, the ball kid, LaMelo. Uh, I have yet, and this is what's going to tell, tell you how tough he is, I have yet to see him take a tough hit. You know, I watch their games when I, when I can, and I haven't seen anybody knock him to the ground or him stand under there and take a really, really hard charge. Uh, and get back up. So that's going to see. But you know what? I hope nothing happens to him, no injury, because I think you're going to see an exciting player. And the NBA is on its way to the next generation. You know, LeBron is going to retire soon. Uh, and so you want to see who the young stars are. I think he's going to be one of them, LaMelo. Well, and I guess we're all rooting for MJ to finally <laughs> finally have a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of sitting Michael sitting over there like that with his hand on his head. <laughs> He's going to get it, Mike. You got to build a great team. But you know what? Usually great teams start with a great coach. And going back to Brooklyn, that's why I kind of like uh, uh, Steve Nash there. I think he's doing a good job. He's a player. You know, it goes back to the old saying, all great players don't make good coaches. And he's one that can kind of like understand the flaws of the young players coming on and don't get too hyped up. Uh, Magic wasn't a good coach. Bird couldn't deal with it a lot. Dr. J never tried. Kareem never would. So, you know, those great players, it's hard for them to watch a game and see people make mistakes because in their mind, they're seeing it through their eyes. Oh, how can you blow that play? That was right. one thing that bothered Magic a lot. We were coaching Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones, Eldon Campbell, that group there in the 94, 95. And he used to sit there and say, Nick would come down. And Nick Van Exel eventually became into a great player would throw the ball away on the three on two and magic would turn to me and say, Coop, how do you do that? How do you do that? You know, and he would get so upset. I said, E, he's a young kid. You just got to roll with him. And so a lot of great players don't make good coaches, but I think Nash has the, the composure and the mentality to hang in there. But you know what? You got three great players on this team here and KD Harden and Kyrie. So just let them do their thing. So, okay. So before we get to Lakers, cause this, this ties into the Lakers, but. So, you know, Kyrie's been missing games. He had that maskless party. He's been fined by the NBA. There's the drama with him going on. And he, you know, he's upset by the Steve Nash hire. So, and you mentioned, you think they're going to trade him because he's, you know, he's claimed he, there's reports out he could set out the whole season because he's Kyrie. And as you said, he's a head case, but you know, do you think if they trade him, could they, could they beat the Lakers? If, if he were engaged in, in part of the team, could they beat the Lakers? Do you think with, with those three? The NBA season is back. Don't sit on the sidelines. Get in on the action at exclusive partner betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% bonus. That's 50% extra cash at sign up with code CLNS50. Get insights into all the NBA action across the season, plus all sports professions, collegiate as well as pop culture, and even reality television wagering. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the fun, in-season action at BetOnline. Don't forget to use my special Michael Cooper promo code of CLNS50 to get a 50% sign-up bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline today at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. If they trade him, could they, could they beat the Lakers? If, if he were engaged in, in part of the team, could they beat the Lakers, do you think, with, with those three? And they have no, to me, they have no shot without I, I Kyrie. They, well, they let Allen. 
Allen, the big kid, get up out of there. They let him go. That kind of reduced their chances of that. If they would have to play, and you got to look who's the assistant coach there. Yeah. Like D'Antoni. He likes that small ball. So that's suited to him. But you can't win with small ball with the Lakers because the Lakers can play small, but they're still a big team. Uh, and I think Montrez Harrell, he brings a different dynamic to them. No, he's not that that uh, Dwight Howard or, or, or JaVel McGee, but he brings that toughness and he plays big inside. It would be hard for them, but I think they would match them. I don't think the Lakers would blow them out, but they, it, it, they would win the game. It'd be a, I think it would be like a 4-1 series, 4-2, because KD can score points. And I but no shot without them. Kyrie, right? I mean, depending on who they can trade for. Kyrie. Kyrie has to be there. I don't think they can beat the Lakers with Kyrie. They stand a chance with the, the three players that they have, Harden, Kyrie, and uh, KD. So that would be interesting to see. So I, um, do you want to talk Western Conference now? I don't want to move on if you're not ready to move on from the East. That's up to you, man. All right. So I, I found um, Harrison Fagan, who Lakers SB Nation, he, he was writing about how the Lakers this year are, um, they don't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of passes per game. Like they don't pass the ball a lot. I guess they're like bottom ninth in the league in passing. And, 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 but they, they have a lot of points per hundred possessions, whatever. Right. Like, so basically they're not a team that records a lot of passes, but they're still scoring a ton of points. Same with Milwaukee and same with Portland. Those are the Lakers, Milwaukee and Portland are three of the worst teams in terms of how many passes they, they you throw per game. And they're not even really, they're middle of the pack in assists, but they're one of the best teams in the NBA in hockey assists. And that's, you know, it's an interesting development. I don't know if you've, if you've noticed that from the start of the year for this team, but they, they are the kind of the extra pass, it seems like, and that's how, they're, that's how they're, they're scoring. Well, you know what the Lakers do, and they kind of go back to the, the throwback to the 80s. Uh, we move the ball, and we being ourselves, the Celtics, Pistons, and players like that. But what we did, we had a play called Fist Up. And when it was fist up, it was going into Kareem. Kareem was in the low post. All the other four players got out by the three-point line. And we threw the ball into him. And depending on what the defense did, but most of the time when we wanted to score, we wanted the ball to be in Kareem's hands right. because he had an unstoppable shot, the hook shot. So he was going to shoot the basketball. That's what the Lakers are doing now. LeBron has control of the basketball. When he drives or he makes something happen, if he doesn't shoot it, he will make the pass, and then it's one shot up. Or they'll throw it to AD. And what does AD does? He, ma- he measures his players up, backs them down, and he turns and shoots over the shot. So when you have that kind of advantage over teams, you don't need to b- pass the ball a lot. Now, I think it, what it helps, though, is that LeBron is willing to pass. AD is willing to pass when the double team comes. But other teams know now, Lakers, I think the three-point uh, uh, field goal percentage and attempts are up like by five or 10, 10 three pointers this year. So you can't leave them shooters out there. You got KCP who's shooting the ball. Well, Kuzma who's shooting it. Well, you got shooters around them. A uh, Schroeder is a three point shooter. So Lakers have the design and I'm going to give him his due. Now, Rob Palenka uh, has really done a good job of bringing in the right pieces to the team to make that team unguardable for a moment. Because again, even Schroeder has, has shown that his one-on-one attack game is as good as anybody else's. You can't guard him one-on-one. You got to have that other person in there to clog us. That guy gets to the basket. Well, and you mentioned, you know, they're not a, a <laughs> they're not a small ball team, but they are. I mean, LeBron shooting 39% from three, Anthony Davis shooting 39% from three, Schroeder's at 37%, Kuzma's at 38%. I mean, you got four guys that are upper 30s from three? 
That is incredible. Well, that's today's game, though. That goes with the game today. They want, uh, you know, when we played, if, uh, and I, I talk about our team, specifically the Lakers, if we shot 10 three-pointers, that was considered a lot for us. Well, totally. team now are shooting 10 three-pointers the first five minutes of the game. They got, got KCP and Wes Matthews coming off the bench, and they're both, you know, I mean, <laughs> exactly. who knows, if, Wes, if Wes Matthews is shooting, you know, 41% from three all year, and KCP is, I mean, he's not going to be 53% from three all year. No, but, but you know, as long as he's like in the high four, mid 40s, that's right. a good percentage. But, right. you know, that's the way of the game now. And again, it's about points on the board. So uh, the Lakers, that's why I say the Lakers are a unique beast because they can match up with any team in this league. And now that we're on the, the West, you look at the teams they got to match up with the Clippers, the Phoenix Suns, Utah, Mavs, Portland. Denver, Spurs. How, how do you rank eight. them? How do you rank them right now behind the Lakers? Those teams? Yeah, like who, who's you? I mean, Clippers second. I don't care, Ari. What you talking about? Ain't none of them gonna beat them. I don't care. They you you rank the East? You rank the East? I thought they were gonna rank the West too. No, well, the East. The, cause I, the Lakers are the West. They're the only team in the West to me. All these other teams are just uh, what do you call them? Uh, it, it's like you go out. They're, they're appetizers. Until they get to the entree. That's what all these other teams are. Clippers and the Sun. They talk about the Clippers beating the Lakers last year. Them guys folded like a cheap suit. But if you want me to rank them, all right, I will do that for you and make you feel good because you are the <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to. Man. <laughs> I just want to know you got the, where you got okay. the Mavs. This is, the standings right now, the way they are, are the Clippers are at second. The Suns, Phoenix Suns, and that's the dark horse there. But, again, Chris Paul, oh. I mean, he's done some good things. They're not going to do anything. Utah Jazz, the Mavs with Luka and Porzinga, they ain't going to do anything either. They're too slow. Portland, now that team surprised me because Portland is sitting at number six now where they should be at a two or three position. Yeah. Uh, Denver, that's another shocker. But again, you know what? Denver has always been that team over the years with Alex English and Calvin Natt and, and Fat Lever and all of were a very running team, but they weren't as up and down as this team here. Uh, and then you have the Spurs who, uh, you know, that they're lucky even being the A spot because they're a terrible team. But you know what? They got some young talent. They got some kids that can play. And uh, the Spurs are going to be a good team in the future. So I guess final for me on the Lakers, my thought would be it's so early in the season. You know, I mean, it's so tough to tell LeBron ramps it up. And, you know, I mean, there's no reason for him to be playing at any, you know, any time, anything full at full capacity. Now that he's, you know, now he's really old, as old as he is, LeBron. But he's going to wrap it up, and, and this team's going to be way different and better by the time the playoffs come around. But how do you – where does this team stack up now against the team that won a championship what was like, you know, a few weeks ago? <laughs> I, I think they're better. They're better than last year. They have more uh, uh, potential coming off the bench. Because you're worried about losing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee and what that would do, you know, for, for the style which they play, where they play big. I mean, how do you – what do you think about the roster the way it looks now compared to what it looked like? I think, and this is something Jerry West used to say, when you win a championship, you can't stand pat because other teams around you are getting better. So you right. must make moves. Is it one or two moves? Jerry always made one dynamic move for us, and then he would come in with another move just to change things up, okay? Took a disgruntled player or somebody that wasn't going to work hard and brought in a young kid with potential. Um, in this case here, Rob, Jeannie, and Linda Rambis, brought in a slew of players. They brought in four good players. So the Lakers bench is as, as, as deep as anybody else uh, up until the Brooklyn made the trade because Brooklyn had a very good bench back there. But now with the trade and obviously the injury to Din, Din, Din Whitty, Din Whittle. Yeah, Din Whitty. Uh, 
uh, that really had taken it off. But the Lakers now have a bench, and it gives Coach Vogel options to play with. Now, he doesn't counter what other teams do. He, he does it first and make them counter to him. And that's what I like about this Laker team. Yeah, we still wanted that height, but, you know, as long as you got LeBron and A.D., and I think uh, Gasol is another good piece that they picked up. He brings you some girth under there, another big bo- big body that the officials will let play. They wouldn't let Dwight Howard play. They call fouls on him. Well, they let Gasol play. Uh, I think the Lakers stand, that's hard to beat. And when you play those three players at the same time, you get that same effect when Dwight Howard was out there with AD and LeBron. Gasol's an interesting piece too, you know, and, and, you, you expect maybe that he gets more minutes potentially in the playoffs, you know, another older guy that maybe you, you, you unleash in the playoffs is a guy that can be, you know, just spread the floor, let AD and, and, and LeBron attack the rim and you, you surround with 35 to 40% three point shooters. There's just no way to defend that. There's just at no all, way to defend that. At all. Well, you know what? It's almost that thing. You have to pick your poison. Right. Lakers, you let them get to the basket. And if I were a team, I'm going to take my chances on the Lakers shooting threes. You have to beat me from the three-point line because I'm not going to let AD get down there. If LeBron's down there, I'm double-teaming him. And we'll just work our way. And hopefully our defense is fat as fleet of foot to get to that weak side because when they start swinging the ball. But um, that is what you have to do when you have to play the Lakers. You have to pick your poison. What are you going to give up tonight? And a lot of teams are trying to – defend the low post and get out to three-point shooters. That's going to kill you because now your rotation is wearing thin. And that's when Schroeder becomes a big asset because he doesn't settle for that three. He takes it to the basket. But, you know, if you're asking me who's going to win the championship, Los Angeles Lakers, who are the best team in the league, Los Angeles Lakers, who's going to make it to the Western Conference Finals, Los Angeles Lakers. And they're going to have finally something that we can brag over the Celtics uh, 18 championships, and I don't care if we got some out of out of Minnesota from the lakes up there, lands of lakes up there. We still uh, won championships up there. Mike brought a championship up there, and he with the Lakers got that L on his chest, and they, they were counted as the Minneapolis Lakers. They're the Lakers, and we will win the championship. And finally, we'll have Boston looking at our backside, and we're not looking at theirs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to get your thoughts on one last thing. We did talk about James Harden, but what, like, just is somebody that played, you know, for one team his whole career. I mean, heck, you, you know, you, you also coached, you basically have only coached in LA too. So you spent a lot of time for LA, Frank. You're the, you're the man of LA. This is home. What, what is, you know, and you, you know, you see Magic play for Lakers for his career, like, like he did. And I mean, so many guys for, for the, for those Lakers teams that, played for Lakers for a long time and there wasn't upper mobility like there is today. What, what were your thoughts on, on what James Harden did with Houston and, and just the whole situation, getting overweight, missing practice, going to strip clubs, eating at the buffet. Like, what do you think about that? And, and just the player movement we see now, is it bad? Is it bad for the league? Well, I think in some cases it could be good. And like I stated the other day is that players that are making moves for money. I'm not about that. I think if you love this game, then you stick it out. And I'll always revert back to Michael Jordan. Stuck with them bulls when they were terrible. Took the lumps, took his butt whipping, did his thing on the individual level, bought his brand to a whole nother level. But the one thing that's missing is that he wanted to win a championship. You stay there within 
and you build around yourself and look what they finally did. You know, 98, 99, they broke through and then they were the team to beat in the 2000 early. So uh, players that are jumping around like that or players that run to want to play for somebody else, even if they're not winning, I want to play for my friend because we came up through AAU ball and I, I, I feel good. I don't buy that. But if you make a move like KD did when he left and came to Golden State and you want to understand LeBron James left Cleveland, went to Miami to learn how to win, to win a championship. Because if you've never won a championship, you don't know the ingredients that go into making that happen. When you go there and you find out, people come to practice on time, being on time all itself, being accountable for your actions, uh, being selfless, move the basketball, uh, whatever it takes to win. I'm, by any- I'm with you on KD especially the Golden State move. But what about James, what James Harden? What James Harden did was way different. And Harden... Well, you, you, all right, you know what? He had, James had given that whole organization all he could. And they brought him in two players that I really don't think he wanted. I don't think he wanted Chris Paul to be there. And I don't think he wanted Westbrook to be there. But as a player, you can't be so... Um, you can't have the voice of the organization because you got a general manager and a head coach that are looking at things. Yeah, they can consult you. They did that with Magic and Kareem. Myself, they asked me, what do you think about this guy we want to bring in? Okay, but you can't have the final say. But James had given it his all. They pulled a rug out from under him. They changed coaches. And now he's left there. And he's left there with a group that he knows he's not going to win a championship. And I said this from the beginning. When all that happened, they should have traded that guy early. But you know what? They stood fast to what they said. They said, you know what? We're willing to feel the pain of not trading him. Well, you felt it because this guy just went out the window. Stopped yeah, coming but, to practice, started doing all the negative things. What do you think about that, though? It's just as a player. What I about think pride? That's bullshit. I think it is, it's bad, man. It's bad. But <laughs> in the end, it got him where he wanted to be. In I, I will say but, this. I saw, I saw James Harden against, in a series against the Spurs where Kawhi Leonard was lost for the series in, in, in before the, the overtime period of game six. And he no-showed the overtime period that the Spurs won. And then in game seven, they had game seven in their home floor without Kawhi Leonard. And 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 Harden no-showed in that game too. And the Spurs won. They lost the series to the Spurs without Kawhi because Harden no-showed. So, look, I mean, do they make all the great moves over the years? I'm not going to put all of it on Harden. But this dude put up tons of points, a lot of empty points. And, and, and in the biggest moments, in the biggest moments, for the most part, he wasn't there. Multiple times. So I don't know that I buy fully, you know, the idea that, 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 that he, he did all that he could. But he's, he, he's put up big-time numbers. A lot of them, to me, they're, they're hollow, though, because when it comes to the biggest moments, he has crumbled. He is not Michael Cooper. <laughs> Michael Cooper could have did it either because they didn't see me as an offensive player. I was a defense player. <laughs> but yeah, I but understand you know, what when Magic was lost, when Magic was lost, and, you know, he had unbelievable performances in that, in that decisive game. What was that uh, – What's what was that eighty? When Kareem went out, when Matt, yeah, we, we, yes, that's right. When Kareem, yeah, when Kareem went, went yeah. out, nineteen eighty, yeah, yeah, and you know we, the team took a step forward. That, yeah, you know what? Harden, Harden goes for zero in that game. When would you go for? I had seventeen, so that was my playoff. I, I was hey, yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. So, yeah. uh, but you know what? It, it, his legacy will be made now. Let's see what he's about. Like, I think he's going to perform. All right, well. All right. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I, I think uh, again, you know, you, when, when you when you can't see the light at the end of a tunnel, 
And he's a rare specimen because Bob McAdoo never saw the light of any of his tunnels, but McAdoo was going to always give you 50. You know, he wasn't going to disappear. And I wish we had him on because it'd be great to hear him talk about this. But yeah, you're right. So I, I think uh, uh, James is where he wants to be. And McAdoo Mac- wouldn't quit on a team, though, would he? Pardon me? Would McAdoo quit on a team like that? No, McAdoo don't quit on himself. That's the thing. He might quit on the team, but he's not going to quit on himself. But he would he gonna- gain a bunch of weight. And not show up for practice. You know, he wouldn't do that. He's got no, too much pride. No, he wouldn't. And that's, the, that's the, the mentality of today's player. They're like spoiled kids. You know, they get all this money and all the wealth. And, okay, I'm not getting what I want or I'm not doing It's not happening. Okay, wow, wow, wow. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to overeat. Again, with COVID hitting, then you're going to do at-risk things, you know. So that, that yeah. was ugly. But you know what? Again, you look at that and you just say, okay, that's the pass. Okay, now let's move on. And I think Houston will be a lot better with him gone. Uh, they're not going to win anything, but, but they weren't winning when he was there. Right. Uh, and now let's see. If he takes this same attitude to New Jersey, I mean to the Brooklyn, then you're going to see that will be the telling legacy of James Harden. You know, a player that only plays when the weather is nice and everything is comfortable. Sometimes you got to play when it's not good. And that's the one thing you always respect about a player like Michael Jordan. Things weren't good, but Michael was still giving you numbers. Putting adversity, them up the thing. adversity reveals true character, Coop. Ooh, man, I'm going to use that one. If it is to be, it's up to me, Ari. If it is to be, it's up to me. But uh, that's my thoughts for today. I always, always enjoy being with you. Next, we got a show coming up next week. We got a special guest coming in. Want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Bet online. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% bonus. That's 50% extra cash at sign up with code CLNS50. Bet online. Love you, Ari. Love you, buddy. Have a good weekend. Okay, you too.